Hello, and welcome to Tales from the Trunk, nominating the stories and other things that did make it. I'm Hilary B. Bisniaks. Listeners, it's that time of year again when we're all looking back, maybe frantically, on what we did last year and what we consumed as awards nominations open up. To help with that, I've once again reached out to all of my past guests to see if there's anything they'd like me to mention on this show. The full transcript of this show will also be in the show notes, so don't worry if things go by fast. To start off, I know I've tweeted about it, but I want to thank every single one of you who nominated this show for Best Fan Cast last year. I'm still in a bit of shock that this show made it to the Hugo Award long list. This year, Tales from the Trunk is eligible for Best Fan Cast for the Hugos and, until January 21st, r slash fantasy's stabby award for best original audio nonfiction. it would be a huge honor to get your nominating vote for either award john appel who joined us on book tour last summer is eligible for both best novel and best debut novel in the science fiction category where applicable for assassin's orbit nino cipri is eligible in the best novella category for defect the sequelish follow-up to 2020's Finna. R.K. Duncan, who joined us way back in our very first season, has five eligible short stories, which you can find in his awards eligibility post linked in the show notes. Of those, Her Black Coal Heart, A Diamond in My Hand, is dearest to his heart. Sarah Gailey, one of the show's staunchest and most longtime supporters, has The Echo Wife eligible for Best Novel, and their limited series Eat the Rich, eligible for Best Graphic Story and Other Comics Categories. Sarah Hollowell, you didn't think you'd get one of these Sarahs without the other, did you? Is eligible for Best Novel, Best Young Adult Novel, and Best Debut Novel for A Dark and Starless Forest. Tyler Hayes, Tyler, please forgive me for putting you slightly out of order, has the story The Devil You Don't, eligible for Best Short Story. Jordan Corella has both a story and an essay eligible this year. Their story, Personal Histories Surrounding La Rive Gauche, Paris, 1995-2015, carries content warnings for mentions of suicide and psychological abuse, and is eligible for Best Short Story. Their essay, Un-Reliable, Reflections in the Drowning Girl, which carries content warnings for discussion of mental illness and suicide, is eligible for Best Related Work. L.D. Lewis, who joined us this past spring, is eligible in a bevy of categories. Her stories From Witch to Queen and God and Dizzy in the Weeds are both eligible for Best Short Story. Fiacon 2021, like the 2020 version, is eligible for Best Related Work, meanwhile and the Hugo Award-winning FIA Literary Magazine is eligible for Best Semi-Prozine. Sarah Locke has a number of stories and essays eligible, all of which you can find in her eligibility post. Of those, she'd like to particularly highlight How Dungeons & Dragons Helped Me Escape a Cult for Best Related Work. Jennifer Mace, the English one, is eligible for Best Fancast for Be the Serpent, And I should mention that this is their final year of eligibility, along with Freya Marsk, the Australian one, and Alex Rowland, the American one. Additionally, Macy's poem, 
Letters from the Ides, is eligible wherever speculative poetry awards are given, and her poem story, Birds Are Trying to Reinvent Your Heart, which is eligible for Best Short Story. Speaking of the Australian one, Freya Marsk, who joined us in the traditional Serpent Month, October, is eligible for Best Novel and Best Debut for A Marvelous Light. Premi Muhammad, who joined us again this summer, has had quite the year as far as novellas go. These Lifeless Things, and What Can We Offer You Tonight, and The Annual Migration of Clouds are all eligible for Best Novella. Additionally, A Broken Darkness is eligible for Best Novel. You can find a link to her full eligibility post in the show notes. C.L. Polk has an eligible story, The Music of Sifirofines, and a novel, Soul Star, and, in a first for guests of this show, their Kingston cycle, consisting of Witchmark, Stormsong, and Soulstar, is eligible for the best series Hugo. Dave Ring has a trio of eligible works this year. The Hidden Ones is eligible for best novella. Top 10 Demons to Kill Before the World Ends is eligible for best short story. And Unfettered Hexes, Queer Tales of Insatiable Darkness is eligible for best anthology. Elsa Hunison is eligible for Best Fan Writer for her editorial column at Uncanny Magazine, where she's just finished her tenure as nonfiction editor. Uncanny is eligible for Best Semiprozine. Additionally, Ocean 6 is eligible for Best Short Story, and Being Seen is eligible for Best Related Work. R.J. Theodore has two stories eligible for Best Short Story, A Ship with No Parrot, and The Coven of Taos Nine. Additionally, Underway is eligible for Best Novella, and Self-Publishing Formatting Guidelines is eligible for Best Related Work. Finally, I would be remiss not to mention that We Make Books, which Rekka hosts with Kaelin Considine, is eligible for Best Fancast. Rem Wigmore, who joined us for an impromptu Oceana Month, is eligible for Best Novel with Fox Hunt. Fran Wilde, who joined us way back at the start of 2021, would like to highlight Unseelie Brothers Limited, which is eligible for Best Novelette. You can find other things she wrote and read last year on her blog, linked in the show notes. Finally, but most certainly not least, and who would have thought that we'd have so many W names, John Wiswell, would love for you to read and consider his novelette, The Story Isn't the Story. His other eligible works can be found on his site, linked in the show notes. 2021 was absolutely a wild year, but I hope that this episode helps jog your memory of some of your favorite things, or maybe even introduces you to a brand new favorite that you missed the first time around. I'm deeply, deeply grateful for your consideration of this show, or any of the works mentioned in this episode, as are all the amazing, talented creators behind those works. As mentioned at the top of the episode, links to all of the works mentioned, along with any eligibility posts, whether specifically called out or not, will be in the show notes. Thank you so much for listening, and thank you to all of the amazing creators who have been a part of this show over the past three seasons. Tales from the Trunk is mixed and produced in beautiful Oakland, California. 
Our theme music is Paper Wings by Ryan Boyd. You can support the show on Patreon at patreon.com slash trunkcast. All patrons of the show now get a sticker and logo button, along with show outtakes and other content that can't be found anywhere else. You can find the show on Twitter at trunkcast, and I tweet at hbbusinecks. If you like the show, consider taking a moment to rate and review us on your preferred podcast platform. And remember, don't self-reject. Reject.